Welcome to the Travel Stories Podcast, where we bring you immersive, inspiring, and international travel stories from travelers around the world. It's Wednesday. How's it going? That means it's time for Hayden's Travel Tips. I must get a theme tune on that. Anyway, today's travel tips are very, very important. They are seven mindset tips for traveling. Now, like I said, it's really important. If you had two different people and you put them in the same situation, they would have two completely different experiences, even though they're having the same experience. And that is all down to mindset. It can shift everything for you. So let's get down to it. Tip number one is wake up early. Now, I'm reminded of a quote from one of the greatest philosophers of our time. There's no such thing as spare time, no such thing as free time, no such thing as downtime. All you got is lifetime. Sorry, did I say philosopher? I meant angry lead singer of 80s hardcore punk band Black Flag, but the point still stands. Get yourself out of bed and get moving. Now, do you ever feel like you're awake super early and you're the only one around and it's your day and you welcome everyone else as they join you on your day. Oh, hi, welcome to my day. You've missed a glorious three hours already. Let me catch you up to speed. Come with me. And when you're traveling, the amount of things you see and do goes up a ridiculous amount. There's everything to see. And if you're only waking up at midday, just think of the things you miss. You miss the sunrise, the locals setting up market stalls, the roosters crowing. You're going to want to soak that stuff in because it's far more interesting than the inside of your eyelids. You know what I mean? Tip number two, laugh at yourself. Not all the time. That can look a bit weird. But in foreign countries where you don't speak the language, you're going to get laughed at. I remember I had stopped in uh, in the mountains somewhere and I was talking to, I started talking to a few people. They would say something in their local language and I would immediately start trying to trans translate things. I wanted to say using books, translators and hand gestures that would put the world's charades champions to shame. Only obviously to be given an immediate response in the same local language. They didn't speak English. So when they could see I was obviously confused, their first reaction was to laugh, literally pointing and laughing at me. So what's what's a guy to do? It's simple. Laugh at yourself. The road is no place for anger and humility will always bring better consequences. In the end, they noticed I had a guitar and we sat down and we played for a bit. We hung out. It was great. If they laughed at my guitar playing, though, it would be a completely different story. That's, that's you know, I'm just going to put that out there. Number three, do not give up. Now, this is also specifically for people who maybe haven't traveled a lot or maybe uh, just want to get into traveling. If you listen to the last episode with Meg Jarrod, you'll have heard the story of how she saved for her travels. Now, she caught the travel book realized it was something that she wanted for her life and she strived for it. She worked two full-time jobs while studying full-time. She'd regularly work 6 a.m. till 11 p.m. and the most she worked was about 110 hours a week. Ridiculous, but the key takeaway here is that she didn't give up. She knew that it was something that she wanted and she made it happen. So remember this, whether you think that you can't live a life of travel and wonder and experience or that you can, you're right. Number four, this is a big one, open your mind. I realize I sound like a hippie. I'm okay with that. So have you ever heard someone say, oh, I would never do that. That's not my thing. Well, it often transforms into, I can't believe how amazing that was. The catalyst of this is 
ah, go on, I guess I'll give it a go. That happens a lot more than you think. Now, remember that you are not you. I know that sounds weird, but hear me out. You're not this person that has likes and dislikes and things they do, things they don't do. You're just you so far. Not a lot of people pack up and move to New Zealand to be a skydiving instructor out of the blue. What happens a lot, though, is they're in New Zealand, they get talked into going skydiving, and they realize that it's the thing they love most in the world. And that happens a lot. Now, the advice here is not just to try new things, but to try everything. Everything that's offered to you, fatal allergies aside, obviously, should be considered deeply. If you're a gold miner, all right, this is a an analogy I'm going to go with. I'm thinking on the spot as well, so we'll see how it goes. You're a gold miner, right? And your pan is filled with experiences. And each pan full that you get has the potential to contain a big old nugget of gold. So don't throw away half of the pan before you've explored what's in it. I think that actually works. Go back and listen to that. See if that analogy actually works. I think it does. I'm quite pleased. Number five, don't believe the news. Now, this is related to travel. This can also be related to life. But would you believe me if I said, I had a terrible time in India. It's just so corrupt. Would you believe me if I said, my time in India was life-changing. I fell in love, learned about myself, and found the most welcoming people in the world. I would rather you didn't believe either. Why? Because you're seeing it through my lens. With the news, it gets a little deeper. It's more like I have an interest in you liking or not liking India. So my review of the place is colored with intention. Don't not go to Bangkok because a report said it's bad for backpackers. Don't not go to Greece because a report said it's terrible time to visit. You'll form your own opinion of a place by visiting it and experiencing it. And don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. By the way, the second review of mine about India is true, but that doesn't matter. Go and find out for yourself. Number six, say yes. This is probably the biggest one on here. If you've listened to the show for a while, you might have heard my eight-fingered Vietnamese man story. Great title for a story. The Twitter version, uh, I'll go into it, you know, the Twitter version here. I just arrived in Saigon, a bag on my back. I was looking around, uh, you know, for a place to stay and everything. And an eight-fingered old man parked up next to me on his motorbike, right? So he hands me this book. I think, okay. And I open it up and it says, If you're reading this, you're standing in front of Captain Kim. Go with this man. I flipped the pages, the same in French, German, Spanish, Portuguese. Obviously, I said yes. I hopped on his bike. I had the most amazing time down in the Mekong Delta in the south of Vietnam. And that was all from saying yes. I could have said, no, 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 I just got to find a hotel. But I went with this guy, right? I wouldn't recommend doing it all the time. I've said this before, you know, trust your gut. But I can't count the number of times that saying yes has led to something amazing. The best was saying yes when I really wanted to say no. That one, I'll tell you that story another time. Everyone remind me of that story when it comes to my turn to do uh, the Travel Stories podcast. So this word, yes, has so much power. It's like someone knowing that there's a nugget of gold in your pan and asking you if you want to have a look or throw it away. Yes, he brought back the analogy. And yes, so as often as you can, say yes to everything. Number seven, the final mindset tip. Don't sweat the small stuff. And it's all small stuff. Right, this one is the one that you learn after traveling for a while, but it's so important. What were you doing on this day one year ago? I can't remember either, but if I 
didn't know that it's all small stuff. I probably would have been stressing about something that was sure to put my life in a downward spiral and send me on a course that I would never come back from. You'd think I'd remember that a year out, right? However big a problem may seem, you're not going to remember it. And it won't even take a long time to forget it. <laughs> so here's a story, right? Checking in for a flight into New Delhi, I was told, you can't check in. Right? I thought, okay. Check-in closed in 20 minutes. I was like, oh, okay. So apparently, in order to get into India, I needed a flight out of India. That's one of the drawbacks of being British, I suppose. Was I going to be stranded in an airport? Nowhere to go? Travel plans ruined? Of course not. You know, the chicken place had free Wi-Fi. Chicken place always has free Wi-Fi. So I bought a flight to the first place that came up near India, Kathmandu, and checked in. No problems, no worries. Straight on the flight, who cares? I can hear you now. I can hear you saying, what if there was no Wi-Fi? I would have sorted it out, right? What if my battery was gone? I would have sorted it out. Well, what if going to the chicken place, I tripped over, I broke both of my legs, and then I knocked myself out on a table? Well, when I woke up, I would have sorted it out, both with a flight and a wheelchair and a few painkillers. That's fine. So the moral of the story here and the final tip is don't sweat the small stuff and don't forget it's all small stuff. So there we are. That's seven mindset tips for traveling. Did I miss anything? Let me know. I'm on Twitter at Travel Stories UK. You can also hit me up on Facebook. That's just facebook.com slash Travel Stories Podcast. And everything else is Travel Stories Podcast. Instagram and the website and the podcast and everything like that. So let me know. Our next episode is on Freitag and features Chris Christensen. Fun to say, even more fun to listen to. The guy is great, and he's got a great story for us. So until then, travel much, travel often, and uh, take it easy. Look after yourselves. Mm-hmm.